what happened to our industry is like digital retail just got real because it's it's been like almost clickbait up to now. <laughs> like right. it's not really digital retail. We could yeah. say it is, but let's just call it what it is, man. Like <laughs> you and I know it ain't digital retail. Yeah, it's like buy um, online and then it takes you to a 40 step funnel where you actually can't buy online. And then at the end of the funnel, it's like someone will contact you soon. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? thank you. Your so, message has been received. <laughs> right. Somebody at our dealership will get back to you shortly. So it's like, okay, like, okay. So this, this whole, this whole digital retail thing just became real. And, um, it's time to start building some tech behind the forms. And, um, you know, I, I, I do think that there's like going to be, a, I do think in the next three years is going to be more innovation than in the past 20 um, with all the online stuff, you know, we're just the past couple of years, like you've just started to give like data to consumers that are shopping. Right. And, you know, you said something, we actually said this before uh, the interview, Mike, but it actually applies to this as well. So you had said that, you know, you don't realize sometimes that a lot of other people don't think like you. And, you know, sometimes you think that you're saying something that to you is so second nature, right? But, you know, you're talking about going overseas in Europe and doing, doing a talk and something that you thought is just so like almost obvious was like the, the game changer nugget. And like, you know, you said it and to you, it's like, I say this every day. Yeah. Right. Watch a couple hundred people take out their notepads and write it down. And you're like, Whoa, okay. That had like, that had impact. Yeah. So the same thing holds true. We're like in this space, I've had to really, because we definitely innovate a lot in our company we've got big plans and working on big ideas. And like, I, um, sometimes see these products that have, that people are releasing. And to me, there's, they're so like juvenile and like basic that I'm like, what, like, how is that a thing? Right. Really? Like, that's not a big deal. Like that's not PR worthy, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then like, then the company yeah. like becomes a $50 million company. And I'm, I'm like, uh, like, yeah. dude, like an API feed like that, like, <laughs> like we could build that in a week. Yeah. That wasn't, a, that wasn't anything. Right? right. But it's like, but then I got to realize, and, and sometimes, you know, when we have like our internal discussions, it's like, Hey, maybe like we got to simplify some stuff and like, yeah, maybe the, maybe the big picture long-term goal can be this like complex AI FinTech thing that we're working on. But, you know, let's just look at what tomorrow looks like, because obviously the industry is not maybe where we think it is with a lot of our assumptions and you learn, right? Assumptions is a big thing that we audit. We audit our assumptions every day. Well, what assumptions are we making? Well, we're assuming that every dealer is thinking like us. Well, they're not. Right. So yeah, you gotta like, you gotta audit yourself and, and, and take a step back. So I've learned that in a lot of, you know, in a lot of aspects that the industry is a lot more antiquated than I'd even thought. Yeah. It's like, Oh, okay. So like, this, you know, this, this thing is, I guess, revolutionary, if you will, because to me, it's so like basic, but I guess if dealers aren't even doing this, this and that, you know, you can't, you can't just introduce D before you do ABC. Sure. So yeah, like th- there's, there's a lot of innovation coming in and, uh, and we've really kind of, you know, laid claim to, I guess, FinTech, like we've made a decision to go all in with the FinTech because and ADHD. Um, I do need to be put in check a lot. I'm certainly a squirrel, uh, with the ideas and the partnerships and, you know, I'm always coming up with no, new, 
but when you, when you vary into a bunch of different verticals, it can get really, really hard as a team to manage. So as a team, we've just really said, okay, look, let's just focus right now on FinTech. Let's anything that we do. We want to, we want to really focus on the credit and finance side of the digital retail revolution, if you will. Sure. And, um, you know, digital retail became real. And I think one of the biggest things in the industry we have to figure out how to do is to really mirror and match it to the in-store because, Hey guys, like the, the $30 million buildings aren't going away. <laughs> like, yeah. They're not going away tomorrow. They're not going away in five years. Like right. um, there's a lot of investments. There's a lot of image. So it's like, okay, we got to really match the, these up um, the, and, and just really match up the experience where it's one and the same. So yeah, so that's what we're doing at Autocorp is we're really focusing on, you know, fintech and you know it started with an acquisition of a lead generation company a few years ago. We we bought Carlone's Canda and um, you know thought we'd get in that that space, which has been interesting to say the least. But um, it's a space that really needs some innovation because the, sure. the old lead gen model just hadn't been changed. And to me, again, it was mind boggling that certain companies that became the size they are up to what I consider this like very basic model. Right. But they did. You so know I what, to- though? It's, what's interesting as I'm, as I'm listening to this, I, I, I love this because there's so many um, conclusions that are easy for us to make based on whoever gives us the data. For example, Google gives us data, and this is not a knock on Google, but they'll give us their data points. Here's how customers buy cars. And then all of us go, oh, crap. And that forces the narrative of obviously like where Google wants us to ultimately get to. Sure. Right. And the same thing happens in fintech. It happens in web, you know, CMS world. It happens like everywhere. And and we all scramble and we're like, oh, man, we got it. And we forget sometimes like like you're saying you're talking about the simplicity of of a process or a tool. And that just like you're like, obviously, that was our starting point. How is that their ending point? Right. Um, what what is fascinating to me is that we have all this data, yet we don't have enough data to make strong conclusions yet. What I mean by that is, and God bless my mother-in-law, but she believes real user, real car shopper just bought a Chevy Trailblazer a few months ago. Watching her navigate that process was like pulling teeth from a horse. I was just like... Eh. Like my bowels clenched at it, but she also believes that if you don't sign out of your email, your emails start floating out into the ether. <laughs> She's a right. real car shopper. She represents a real segment of car shoppers who maybe actually today, because here's the thing, right? Everybody, and and don't get me wrong, we are definitely moving digital. Tes- Tesla's proven the model. There's a lot of. Carvana's proven the model. Like there's a lot of people that are proving out this model and we know we're going in that direction. But, but I love what you said. Like today, still, there is a segment of consumers who are like, I am not freaking putting my credit card into that computer screen. Right. Like that is not happening. I will call them up. We will, you know, so, so it's a matter of, I think to your point, it's a matter of navigating today and keeping a finger on the pulse so that you are evolving with actualized consumer demand, not what just some company that gathered data from a thousand, 
like their data set is a thousand people and they're like all canadians buy cars this way and you're like oh what? crap all canadians buy cars this way it's like dude it was a thousand people out of 40 million right right and you know one of the old sayings is like the best way to predict the future is to create it well that's what google does yeah right it's like they start like you said they almost start to plant the seeds and then everybody everybody reacts because they're, um, they've been know. developing a product that they want to get you into for the last six years. You know how long right. it takes to develop a product. Right. <laughs> so, so you know, and, and you, you touch on a really good point is that like the, and I'm a millennial. Yeah. Like I'm 32. Okay. And, um, you know, I should be the one tooting like only digital. And I'm just like, no, like it's a hybrid approach because you know what? Your mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, my yeah. parents, they're yeah. still very much shoppers. Yeah. You know, my parents will probably buy a couple more vehicles before they're not buying vehicles anymore. Right. So, yeah. so to me, it's like to go all in on any, like any, like it's not like digital or nothing, right. You know, it's, yeah. it's a it, traditional or nothing. It's like, no guys, it's a hybrid. It's just like, it's, it's not to me like digital retail shouldn't be classes. It's like, it's, it's retail. Yeah. So like, it's like the, the, the world. Yeah. Like it's 2020, like technology is evolving. Like, it's just retail guys. Right. Sure. So, so start to embrace like the tech side, but it's, it's also not this like all or nothing. Cause you know, what we also see is like, we've also seen a lot of these companies try to come out and be digital only dealerships. How'd that work out? Right. It's like, it did like, you know, I, you see them pop up and then, they're, and then they're gone. It's like, right. it didn't really work. Right. Um, and that's why like, you know, CarMax and Carvana, like, you know, there's, there's a very physical, element to the business model and it's it's truly a hybrid if you will so yeah i, I feel that that's the the approach that dealers need to be taking right is, is out of a hybrid love it so in winding down here speaking about this hybrid approach what is your recommendation for the dealer that's like yeah i know i gotta move in that direction i know i need this hybrid approach what should my focus be today so I think is a dealership um, and it's where we kind of started this call. I would recommend that you really audit and take a look at technology companies. And what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a lot of tech companies that are becoming dealers. Now what's going to be really interesting is when the dealers decide to become the tech companies, because the dealers are the ones that have the true, um, resources, mm -hmm. uh, the true experiences, the true, you know, uh, physical locations, facilities, uh, the OEMs, the backings, the license things, the, you know, it's a lot harder for these tech companies to become the dealers, but they're, they're still doing they're you know, they're, they're, they're pushing the way towards it. Right. A lot easier for a dealer to become a tech company. So here's what I'm saying is if you're a dealership listening right now, ask yourself this, like, do you have any developers that work for you? Is that a thing? Like what's the developer? Like you like up in the BDC center on your second floor, is there, is there, is there an area for it? What about a data scientist? Michael just referenced mm. data. Like I've yet to see the dealership or the dealer group that has a data scientist. Well, guys, do you know how much of your own data? Like, you know, we, we drop the ball so much. So many vendors are created just off your own inefficiencies in store that I think dealers need to just start taking a lot more of a tech approach. So again, I'm not saying, become a t like go all in on digital only. No, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that you need to wake up to this technical technology right. yeah. and maybe hire a developer. Right. And, and uh, you know, maybe, 
maybe start, you know, and I'm not saying like host your own sites tomorrow. And I'm not saying that, but if you had like, if you had an in-house developer who could work with your vendors and your partners, do you not think that that would like make changes in iteration and innovation in your company a lot easier? Yeah. Right. You know, and, 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 you know, things like data scientists, things like UI UX. Again, I didn't even know, Michael, when I left retail four and a half years, I didn't know what that meant. Like I, I had to Google right. like UI, oh, user interface. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, like UX user experience. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. What is that? And I still use like, oh, it's the experience that the user like goes through when they're using your, your digital products. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, these are, these are like full-time job. People are like, yeah, man, like it's like a six figure role. What? And it's like, you know, what's QA quality assurance. What the hell does that mean? Oh, they yeah. test. Right. What do they test? They test the digital thing you just made. They make. They That's tested it. a, uh, you know, amongst a array of the devices and web browsers, and they figure out. So, again, from a dealership perspective, you're sitting there listening in as a dealer principal, or as a general manager, you really need to audit your current business today, and start to look at some of these maybe additional roles that don't exist, and I think they should. You know, because I'm seeing some some dealerships that do have data scientists. It's very rare. Do have developers, do have UI UXs in-house, and like they are the innovators and and it's and it, and it's working. Right. So, you know, I know you wanted to get something actionable out of me for the dealers that are listening <laughs> I, that's in. That's the only reason we're having this call. <laughs> no, no, but like no, I get it though, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, like what's an actual actionable item that a dealer could take away from listening in? Because it was right. really just and it's like I would say, guys, go go back and reflect, pay attention to like what's going on at YC and Silicon and the tech side and see how tech companies, you know what you do right now? Wherever you are in the world, wherever you're listening in as a dealership, okay, Google some of your local tech companies. So like I'm in Ottawa. So obviously like just a dominant force in our city is Shopify. Right. Okay. So like jump on your local like Shopify, your local tech company giants in town, go to their about us and go to their team page. Okay. And start checking out some of the roles that exist in these companies. Start educating yourself on just what these roles are. What do these people do? And then ask yourself how these type of people can be applied into your dealership, into your business. I think that that's a really, you know, valuable approach because I do think there's going to be a point in time in the future where it's inevitable. Like if you want to be around, you're going to have to embrace these roles and positions. So very similar to how Cirilla went all in on podcasting a decade ago, you know, you know, I think that you guys need to start looking 10 years in advance right now saying, okay, like chances are we'll employ developers in like the next five to 10 years. So maybe it's something you should get ahead of right now, certainly.